Success with Apostle Dwayne on the Just Truth Network. Success with Apostle Dwayne is a wiki broadcast that shares wisdom on how to overcome issues facing the black community. Join us to get a biblical perspective, detox from misinformation, and ground yourself in truth. Black America, I believe that you can have it all. Financial success, community stability, an enjoyable life, and more than enough money in the bank if you know biblical success principles and tactics based on truth. Welcome to Success with Apostle Dwayne on the Just Truth Podcast Network. My name is Apostle Dwayne Hughes. Over the years, God has brought me through many trials and afflictions, and in the process, I have gained much valuable wisdom and insight. Now, God has assigned me to give you proven success principles to help you get free, adapt, and overcome. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, what you've done, or where you're at right now. God wants to partner with you and help you in your situation. So give me the next 30 minutes because it could change your life. Welcome to a special broadcast of uh, Success with Apostle Dwayne. Uh, Yesterday, I was not able to um, get into the broadcast uh, because I had um, uh, started it incorrectly and whatnot. And so today is... Uh, the day where I'm going to go into this and uh, let's see here. And so today's subject is how not to have a poverty mindset. All right. So now on this show, Success with Apostle Dwayne, it's really all about the, the mindset. Most of what I deal with is mindset because out of your mind comes your life. And so I really like this show because I get to talk about strategies and tactics and things that you need to understand in order to move productively in the society, in the world in general. And so a lot of times as black people, we have situations that we face that are specific to us that really no one else deals with. And so so this show, the, the reason for this show is to give you a perspective from the Bible and give you information that to help you accelerate regardless of what you face and regardless of what you deal with. Okay. And so that's why I go into the subjects that I do on this show, because the Bible is real. The word of God is real. It's tangible. It's actionable. There's wisdom and revelation and things that you can get from the word of God to operate regardless of any type of situation you're dealing with. And unfortunately, a lot of times what we hear when we hear people talking to us about the word, is just a bunch of religious mess and it, and it doesn't really meet you where you're at. And God doesn't like that. God wants you to know that his word is actionable for you where you're at. Okay. Now I just want to let you know, before I go into the message that I've got this book coming out, and it's called God Wants You in Business for the Kingdom. And 
this is a very important book. It's about business, yes, but it's not just a regular business book. In many ways, it's not a normal business book at all because it's, it's really about partnering with God. And I don't, I don't know of any business books I have ever read that actually talked about this subject. But God wants to partner with you to help you uh, in your life. And, and one of the main things he wants you to do is enter into commerce because we need to be doing that. As a people in society, within the society, we're like a third world country within a first world country. God wants you to understand that he's put you in a place where you can accelerate. OK, and so it's very important for you to understand this messages that I have for you, uh, because God wants you to raise your level. OK, and so that being said, so let's talk about this poverty mindset. What do I mean by a poverty mindset? A lot of times people who have not had. Nice things, let's say, or I don't want to say nice things because you can be poor and have nice things. Let's just say, you know, a lot of times the your situations that you go through in life can stick to you. An example of this is I put my hand in some mud. When I pull my hand out of the mud, it's going to be covered in mud. And it's hard to get the mud off. It's hard to get it off. Even if you're washing with soap and water and a scrub brush, I mean, it really takes a lot to get the mud off. And many of the different situations that you go into life are like that. Let's say I put my hand in some glue. Okay. I pull my hand out and the glue is going to be stuck to my hand. That's again, you know, this is a very similar situation. It's not mud, but there's some similar qualities to it. Now, if I put my hand into some water and pull my hand out of that, you know, water, you know, we're made of water. And so eventually the water is going to steam off anyway. And so you can get your hand out of the water. But but while it's in there and when you take it out, your hands going to be covered in water. And for a short time, it'll remain that way. Because water has a, a you know, it sticks to you, but it's not but it's not uh, it has a natural property where it'll go away. Very few situations, negative situations in life are like water. Most of them are like mud and glue. And so how do you navigate? So let's say you grew up in a in a, a poor neighborhood and you went to poor schools. Well, for you, that was normal. That was not anything out of the ordinary. That's where you grew up. You know, uh, I remember when I was a kid that we had people come knock on the door and they were selling something. And it was a box. They said it fell off a truck. You know, that was normal. Everybody did it. So, you know, it was normal. But in certain places, that's not normal. In nicer neighborhoods and stuff like that, on in general, it's not normal. And so we have a lot of little situations that we deal with that that stick to you and they stick to your mind and they cause you to process things in ways that are not helpful and so let let me let me kind of give the example of what i mean when i say a poverty mindset 
There's an old saying, stepping over dollars to make pennies. That's someone who uh, can't understand and evaluate good opportunity from bad. I'll give you an example. In our community right now, most of us are employees. Very few of us own businesses. And that being the case, you know, our income is on a lower level when compared to other demographics in this country. Now, and at the exact same time, you have a lot of immigrants who come to this country and they move right into uh, the stratosphere or the upper levels of middle class life because they see opportunity. They see opportunity to do business, whether it's a dry cleaner whether it's a street cleaner, whether it's a, uh, uh, a janitorial service. I mean, they're, they're, they're operating in things to, to do business, where a lot of times what we do is we just go look for a job. And then a lot of times the jobs that we're applying to is not something that we, that we designed ourselves for. It's just you got high school, you needed a job, and you applied. And so, and, 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 and that time that was spent in school, for many of us, was spent doing things like sports or uh, other things that hopefully could transition into when you become an adult, becoming a professional athlete. There's a lot of us that are aiming our kids from a young age to be a professional athlete, something that has a very high failure rate. You hear me talk about this quite a bit. Well, what you have to understand is that time, that time from when a child is a baby to uh, when they graduate, let's say high school, is extremely valuable. That's extremely valuable time where you could aim that arrow at something that they couldn't miss. And instead, what we do is we aim it at a potential target and we lose all that time. So we, so where someone else is preparing their child from from a young age to be an engineer. You know how many engineering jobs there are? There's millions of them. We actually have an engineering shortage in, the, in this country and around the world. There's never going to not be a need for engineers. And some people wait until they get to college or something like that to start to pursue a track like that. Or some people, after spending years and years in the labor force, they come back and decide, well, let me decide to become an engineer. But what happened is they lost 30 years. That is stepping over dollars to make pennies. When we are aiming all of our kids at, at, at something that has a very high failure rate without a backup plan that's just as big, that's stepping over dollars to make pennies. And it comes out of a poverty mindset. The poverty mindset evaluates things and it's the wrong price on it. Okay, and so um, let me give you another example of a poverty mindset. I remember I had a client once who only bought cars, and you know a lot of my experience was in the car business. And 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 this person, this man, he uh, only bought cash cars. Actually, he and his wife both had were needed cars, and 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 he only had a couple thousand dollars. 
where I was able to get them approved for a new car with that couple thousand dollars down. The man was upset because he we didn't have a, a car that I could sell him that was a reliable car for two thousand dollars. Well, what kind of reliable car am I going to find for you for two thousand dollars in an economy where the cheapest brand new car is like ten, fifteen thousand dollars? Where where are you going to find a reliable car that doesn't need any work for two thousand dollars? And in his mind was that he'd rather not owe anything than to uh, than to finance something new. So here he here he had in his driveway two cars, old cash cars, that neither of them ran. Okay. And so he owned them both, but they couldn't function. They had no value besides scrap value, which was maybe a few hundred dollars a piece. And so, and then he was wanting to take the money that he had and then reinvest in the same type of car. So here he was going to take a couple thousand dollars and buy a car that was really only worth a few hundred. That is stepping over dollars to make pennies. You have to understand that you have to have leverage in this life. You have to be able to uh, make decisions where regardless of, 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 of what your um, the situation you're in, you, you continue to move forward. That you fall forward, that you fall up. You want to fall forward and you want to fall up. You don't want to make lateral moves and you don't want to step back. Okay. And so many times what happens is, is that without the correct understanding, we can only make more bad decisions. Okay. I'll, let me give you another example of a poverty mindset. Okay. You have people who, let's say, they didn't come from anybody with money. And, and they're used to just getting by. And to make themselves feel better, they'll buy things that, that look nice. Nice clothes, nice shoes, nice car. But at the exact same time, they don't have any more money. Okay. Now you want to look good. You want to feel good. But you don't want to go broke doing it. Okay. Because the things that you buy, very few things that you buy that you pay retail price for, can you get that price for later? You know, them shoes, them clothes, they've been, they've been worn. Unless it's something rare and it's a collector's item. And, and see now, that's something else. I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. But unless it's something rare or a collector's item, it's going to go down in value. Nobody wants to pay the same amount used that you paid for it when it was new. Okay. And so because of that, you're that's a depreciating asset. Okay. Now, a second ago, I was talking about unless it is a collector's item or goes up in value, things like that. What you have to understand with that's concerned is a term called speculation. 
you're speculating, you're guessing, you're hoping that it's going to go up in value. That's an entrepreneurial mindset. There's nothing wrong with it when it's applied in the right place. But when your speculation becomes flawed, uh, you make a lot of bad decisions. And a lot of people can set you up to make those decisions. I'll give you an example. Beanie Babies. So this company, TY, they come out with these little Beanie Babies. When it was brand new, they only had a limited amount that they ordered. They ordered it for shipment. And the next thing you know, it catches on like wildfire and they sold out. And so when everyone saw that they were selling out, the merchants that had them, they started raising the price. And the people say, oh, well, I can't even get these. So I'm going to pay this higher price because the price, the value keeps going up because more people want these than they can get them. So the price just keeps going up. And so by the time it became a trend where everybody was buying these things at these high prices for something that only costs, that costs only a few cents to make. By the time that trend hit, it's too late. You just got duped because you were on the back end of the trend. You weren't on the front end of the trend. See, the people who make money off of trends and fads, they make money being first. It's kind of like a wave. You have a wave, you got the, the bottom of the wave here, and it goes up, okay? And then you got the crest of the wave, and then it goes back down. And so what happens is, if you're on the front of the wave, and you start when nobody knows about these babies and you bought them cheap, next thing you know, you're selling them high. By the time it's a fad, the price to buy them is now high. And it's going to keep going higher so that you can retail back out of it up here. But what happens a lot of times is you bought it up here and then it comes back down and there ain't no wave anymore because everybody's got them. And everybody realized it was just a stupid fad. And now you're out. You're out. You, you spent... $10 on a $1 product, you see? And so you don't want to be caught in the fad cycle. You don't want to be that person who finds out on the back end that you're the one that got took, okay? See, that's that's the kind of thing that you have to be careful of whenever you get into something and, and there's speculation where you think it's going to go up in value because it's been going up in value. That doesn't mean it's going to keep going up in value. Okay. And so a lot of times, again, if without wisdom, you can make a bad decision. Okay. And uh, that's not really, uh, that's, that's, that, I wouldn't say that's a poverty mindset. That's more so bad entrepreneurialism. Okay. But back to the poverty mindset, a lot of times if you're, uh, um, in a situation, let's say, and you're downtrodden in your thinking, oh, we ain't never going to get any better than this. It ain't never going to be any better than that. You know, we ain't come from nothing. We ain't ever going to be nothing. That's a poverty mindset. You can't do anything with a poverty mindset. If, you, if in your mind you're poor, in your life you're going to be poor. Okay, so so the battle starts in the mind. Out of the mind comes all kinds of great things and all kind of bad things. So in your mind, you want to be free. Now, 
The only thing that you can use to technically build the mind is the word of God. You base all of your thinking in the word of God. If you base your thinking in the word of God, you'll move in power. You'll see solutions and overcome things. You'll, you'll make changes. You'll, you'll, you'll advance. You'll repair. You'll build. Okay? None of these things happen by themselves. They come out of the mind. Okay? So the opposite of a poverty mindset is a wealth mindset. Now, I want to say something also um, before I go to that. I want to give you a concept. Okay, so let's say this is my hand. Let's say I make it into a fist, right? Well, when you have a fist, you can't put anything in there. And you can't get anything out of it, okay? A lot of people don't understand that this is more powerful than this. Because if my hand is open, I can get something in it. You might be able to get something out of it. I can give you something, but I can also receive. An open hand is better than a closed hand. Okay? And what I mean is in the mind, if you are a generous person, if you're a giving person, you can also receive. But if you're a stingy person and you and you and you uh and you don't give, you can't receive. It, this Your hand is closed. If your hand is closed, no one's hand is going to be open to you. In order for your hand to be open uh, or, or to receive a hand, you got to be willing to give a hand. Okay? It's better to have a there's more hand mentality than not enough closed hand mentality because those two things go together. There's more open mind. There's not enough closed mind. Okay, there's more, there's more than enough. Close hand, there's not enough. You see what I'm saying? And so if you have a there's more mentality, you can always see more. You can do more. You'll find more. Okay, um, I don't know if I'm explaining this right. It looks like my stream is a little slow here. Um Okay, so there's a, there's more mentality and there's not enough. There's more is a wealth mindset. There's not enough poverty mindset. Okay, that's very important. If I can, uh, um, if your hand is open, there's more. Now, here's why this is important. In order to advance, in order to move forward there is a certain amount of positivity that you have to have i don't care what idea you ever had whether it was good or bad before you did it you were positive on that thing see positivity breeds action it breeds motion it breeds things it, it, it you know out of being positive now, I'm not saying being foolish and I'm not saying being, you know, what they call Pollyannish where you don't see bad. And what I'm saying is, you know, being actively in your mind, always moving forward. That's positive. That's a positive mentality, not shrinking back. Shrinking back is negative. So let's say you tried to do something and it didn't work out. Do something else. 
keep doing something until it works. I'll give you another example. Right now, I've got light shining on me. That's because Guy, Thomas Edison, at one point invented the light bulb. But the light bulb that actually finally worked was after who knows how many thousands of tries that didn't work. And someone asked him once, you know, what made you decide to keep, uh, you know, trying after you had 3,000 failures or whatever? And he said, I didn't have 3,000 failures. I just figured out 3,000 ways that it didn't work. You see, that's a positive mindset. He was, you know, regardless of whether he it worked or not, he, he, he found out something. He positively found out that that has worked. And he positively found out the next one and the next one and the next. No matter what happened, it was positive because he had a positive mentality out of a positive mentality. You know, you can as out of a there's more, there's more opportunity, there's more uh, mentality. You can continue to move forward. OK. So that's why, you know, uh, you know, an abundance also think about an abundance mentality. I've, I've lost on things, but in my mind, you know, I made sure that, you know, okay, so I may have lost a hundred dollars or I may have lost a thousand. I may have lost $2,000, but that experience that I got out of losing that hundred thousand or 2000 is something that's going to help me to to not lose 10, 15, 20, 30. I'm going to remember that lesson that cost me something. I found out it doesn't work. And that's going to save me a million dollar mistake. You see what I'm saying? In my mindset, I'm going to be making million dollar decisions. And that one decision that may have cost me a hundred, a thousand or two thousand dollars is going to save me from making a million dollar mistake. You see? And so and so it's it's a positive mindset. OK, so so the opposite of, of a poverty mindset is having a, a positive mindset the op and, and and it's balanced in and wisdom not and knowing what to do and what not to do and so and so um i hope i'm communicating what i'm trying to say correctly but but to just to kind of to summarize you don't want to be stingy and you don't want to have your hand closed and at the same time you don't want to be foolish and get caught uh, and manipulated by people who speculate and things like that. And so what it's going to take is balance. It's going to take you studying. It's going to take you thinking. It's going to take you meditating on the word of God. I'm telling you, the Bible is the world's best business book. Okay. So uh, I'm, I'm at the end of my time again today. So thank you for uh, joining me for this special broadcast of success with Apostle Dwayne, since I wasn't able to do it yesterday. And thank you again for uh, tuning in uh, to these shows and to the podcast. Uh, please tell people about these shows. And, uh, you know, I'm having some trouble still. My website, I get that back uh, going. Um, there were some issues with the domain and whatnot. And so it's it's just been a, a frustrating thing there. Uh, but uh, the website should be up here uh, soon. It'll be back up. Uh, the book, God Wants You in Business for the Kingdom, uh, that should be ready to go. Uh, by tomorrow, uh, close the business. 
and uh hopefully uh you know i'll have it ready before before uh you know um uh, uh just truth with apostle Dwayne tomorrow at 7 30. uh but if not um you know i'll get it to you as soon as i can uh the rest of the week on just truth we're also covering the book of enoch so for wednesday thursday uh, wednesday thursday and friday's uh, shows of of just truth we're going to be talking about the book of enoch which is very important that you understand because we're in the times of the end and you know there's so many of these things all coming together and so uh you know you'll definitely want to tune into that because the book of enoch is is definitely speaking to a lot of the things that we have going on right now and uh and that's coming okay i want you to know what he has for you and and he also wants to know wants you to know what the world plans and and what's coming so that you'll be prepared you don't want to be caught unawares when you had the memo before the meeting started okay so that being said thank you again for tuning in to success with apostle Dwayne on the just truth podcast network and i'll see you again tomorrow thank you again for tuning in to success with apostle Dwayne. we hope that these messages are ministering to you and empowering you to make a difference in your life Please don't budget to subscribe to our RSS feed so that you never miss a new episode and don't forget to tell your family and friends. Have a great day.